From the Cairo Radio Newsroom in Seattle, I'm Dave Ross, and these are the Ross Files. We're now going to take you down to Joint Base Lewis-McChord, where there has been a problem with some of the base housing. And Melissa Godoy, you, you brought this to everyone's attention by starting a Facebook group, right? Yes. So tell me what the... Now, now your husband is a, um, a combat engineer. Yes. And you are a basically a trained boxer, aren't you? Um, amateur, just All beginning. Right. But I mean, you're pretty good at it. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to establish that you're you're someone who keeps themselves in shape. Right? Yes, I mean you're. I have to. You're an athletic person. Yes. And uh, obviously, your husband has to keep himself in shape because uh, he's in the army. Absolutely. And you found yourself getting sick, and and your kids who are here in the studio also getting sick. Now, what did you? When did you first notice that something was wrong? I looked back at my medical records, and the sinus infection started August 2018, and I didn't think anything of it. I thought. I don't know, change in, of environment. Because, um, li- I mean, you'd lived in military housing before. Yes, for the, last, any, for the last 10 years. Without any problems? No. Okay. Never. So you, you're you stationed at uh, JBLM, and suddenly you start getting sick. Yes. Um, then it went on to pneumonia. I got pneumonia in November 2018, and then the persistent chronic lung infections continued for about eight months after they started in November. And when you went to the doctors, what did they tell you? They were just treating my symptoms. Um, I brought up my house a couple times and they wouldn't help me. You suspected that it was something with something to do with the house then? It was about November 2018 that I started thinking maybe it could be the house. Why? um, I went through a process of elimination. It's not allergies. I don't get lung infections from allergies. So... Uh, changing my laundry detergent, getting more air purifiers, trying to change my lifestyle in order to, you know, to help manage my symptoms. Um, But it wasn't up until November 2018 that I started thinking it was the house because we had some water in the walls. Uh And we noticed some leaks and stuff. Was there a smell? Oh, definitely. My house was very humid and heavy. There was always condensation on the inside of the windows. Um, I thought it was normal. I, I wasn't, I didn't, I, back then I didn't really know enough about sick building syndrome to be able to know that it was the house. I, I just thought that it was just Living normal. in the Northwest where it's wet it all normal. the time. <laughs> they, everybody kept telling me like, this is, this is Washington, blah, right. blah, blah. So I, I chalked it up as that. I didn't give too much thought about it because I thought, well, it could be Washington. It's wet here. But the house was always humid. It always smelled earthy. It was always humid in there. And you asked the landlord, and the landlord is a contractor with the military, right? Yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Military Housing. Lincoln Military Housing. To uh, to check the house, they could find nothing. Um, No. At first, they wouldn't even look. I talked with Leslie Bunnell, the Discovery Housing Office Manager, and I asked her over the phone, like, hey, you know, I, and I wasn't rude at that time. I was just like, just inquiring, like asking. I'm like, hey, uh, so my family and I have been getting sick and I'm thinking it could be the house. Is there any way to check maybe for mold or something? And she's like, no, it's not your house. You need to see your doctor. It's allergies. Yeah. And the kid, and and to be clear, the children were getting sick. Yes. They were both getting sick. They had gotten a couple bouts of bronchitis. Yeah. Um, 
having to use albuterol inhalers on them all the time. Which had never happened before. No, absolutely not. So finally you decided to go, uh, well, you you found some moisture behind the refrigerator. Yes. um, The first incident was in November. Um, There was water leaking on the floor, and I called maintenance. They came out probably a day later um, and couldn't find the leak. But while looking for the leak, um, the maintenance man cut a hole in the wall and found that there was a suspended big blob of water in the wall just really? in the insulation and a, a significant amount. Um, so so he, the insulation was soaked? The insulation was soaked. So what they do about it? He cut open the hole, and immediately the home smelled so bad. It smelled like rotten, dirty towel. Um, and I asked the maintenance man, is that normal? Should we be breathing that? Because that's permeating the house. Yeah. It gave me a headache. Um, he said, no, you're fine. So he gave us a huge um, commercial dehumidifier and left it in our kitchen, um, draining into the sink and said, I'll be back in about four or five days when that dries. Mm-hmm. And when he, he came back, what happened? He came back. They patched the hole in the wall, and I had questions. I said, well, how long was the water there? Where did it come from? Is there mold? Because, we, you know, the, there's water in there, and we don't know how long it was sitting. So there's got to be something because we're sick. Yeah. And we're abnormally sick. We're cr- like, this is not normal to be this sick all the time. Um, they said, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. The maintenance men wouldn't answer my questions. They said, call your housing office. So I called back the housing office, talked to Leslie again. Hey, they found water in the walls. I'm really concerned because, you know, we I told you we've been sick. Leslie said, no, you're fine. They took care of it. Um, I said, but is there mold, blah, blah, blah. You know, is it, I was really concerned about mold. So they never tested for mold. They though. never tested for mold. Do you have a reason for that? Because it's certainly known that mold can cause the kind of reaction that you were having. Um, no, they they just, they wouldn't test for it. They wouldn't humor it. They wouldn't explain. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do anything. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. So you finally went into your bathroom. Yes. And noticed that there was another wet spot. The the second incident was found in January um, when my husband's chain of command, um, the, all the, the all the units in the brigades announced their um, their presence with housing, um, and that they would help mediate any housing concerns. So they did a walkthrough with the housing office. They came inside the house and said, "Do you have any concerns?" Now this was this was this. This housing program of theirs a reaction to your complaints or something? No, different? this was something that they initiated themselves because there was a couple concerns back then, um, but nothing of this magnitude now. Back then, it, there might have been some concerns, but they were hushed a lot. You know, they were mm-hmm. shut down by the housing office, and so not a lot of people complained because nobody was heard. Mm-hmm. They, they wouldn't get further than the housing office. Okay, but at so. At some point, the brass decided to do a housing inspection. Yes. Right? And they got around to your house, and they looked in the bathroom, and they saw something wrong? No. I told the chain of command, I said, we've been sick. Um, I have lung infections. And at that time they were walking through, I was actually getting over bronchitis and uh-huh. on antibiotics. Um, I said there was water in the walls. There was a couple concerns. Now I'm concerned for mold. And I said, and housing won't check for mold. They kind of nodded their heads and wrote in their little notebooks, and that was it. Um, I demanded at that time, I said, well, can you at least have a maintenance man inspect the home from top to bottom? Check in the attic, check in the crawl space, check everywhere. I want to know to make sure that there's no suspended amounts of water in the walls. Yeah. 
So a maintenance man crawled underneath the house and found that there was an improperly installed shower drain and the water was leaking underneath the house. And we don't know how, for how long. We don't know when it started. We don't know how bad it was. But he was underneath the house for three hours working on that drain. So they said it wasn't... Um, Again, that maintenance man wouldn't answer my questions. I said, oh, my God, maybe this is why we're so sick. Um, maybe there's mold under there. And he kind of nodded. He shook his head no and was like, call your housing office if you have any questions. He wouldn't answer my questions. So I called the housing office back again, talked to Leslie again. I said, okay, so this is the second incident now within a couple months that involves water. Um, now I'm really worried because we're sick. You guys need to inspect this home a little bit more, maybe do some mold testing. Um, she refused. She said, it's not the house. Our house is fine. They fixed the drain. It wasn't that big of a deal. And I said, well, it took three hours to fix. Yeah. How is that not a big deal? Not a big deal is 10 or 15 minutes to fix something. Three hours, he was cutting into the house. Like yeah. what? He was. Did you talk to him at all about it? The maintenance man? The maintenance guy, yeah. He would not answer my questions. Didn't want to talk to No. Him. Mm. Absolutely not. So he does the three hours of work. He fixes the drain, but you're still smelling something. I'm still, I'm still sick. Um, that was back in January of 2019, this year. Mm -hmm. The house is still humid. So you decide to take action. Well, I was fighting with housing. I kept telling them, we're sick. We're sick. Mm -hmm. We're still getting sick. It's not, it's not the house. They kept saying it's not the house. It's right. not I mean, the house. so you, you feel you tried to go through the proper channels yes, as long as you could. I did. Um, I then had, at some point, you took the hammer into the bathroom. I did. I got frustrated because I was. that was about three months in bed. I wasn't eating. I couldn't swallow. I couldn't, I felt hot all the time. I felt nauseated. I had to quit training. I was laying in bed. Um, it, it felt like morning sickness wrapped with the flu and your worst hangover. Yeah. That's what it felt like all the time. Um, at one point I thought I had cancer. I was tested for cancer. I said, there has to be an explanation for feeling like this. So after months of being frustrated, I thought, okay, I'm going to look myself. I don't know where, but I'm going to start. So I grabbed a flathead screwdriver and a hammer and started prying off the trim near my bathroom. Mm -hmm. Um, in the bedroom where the, the wall meets the bathroom, yeah. um, started prying off the trim. And then I noticed there was some shading in the wall, some gray, weird shading. Um, then that's where I started stabbing into the wall and pulled out a piece of um, drywall. And on the other side was just covered in black mold. Wow. And I looked. Um, it was I, all wet. It was, it was, yes, it was wet. And then I followed that wall into the bathroom and there's another wall in the, you know, in between the door and the shower. And I went down there and I noticed that um, days before when I had them inspect for mold one more time and they shot me down one more time, um, they had painted over some mildew on the on the pa wood paneling. You could see the discoloration in the wood. Mm -hmm. You could see it. You didn't have I mean, you didn't even have to squint. You didn't have to look. So they're just trying to cover it up. They covered up. Had they pried off that piece of trim? they would have saw that the wall was completely deteriorated into the frame. The The drywall was crumbling. There was a piece of metal that was sitting on the edge of the wall that goes up from the ceiling to the floor. That piece of metal, it was eaten away. It was rusted away. Rusted away. Yeah. Had they pried off that piece of paneling like they were supposed to, instead of painting over, they would have saw that the wall was rotten with mold. So once you found that, what did you do? Um... I got very angry. Of course. Um, called maintenance back and said, I found mold. This is why we're so sick. 
you guys need to get over here. So they came over. Um, I did a, a Facebook Live, recorded the whole thing for my protection and theirs because I was lied to so many times and I was tired of it. So I needed to document. And that is when I started my documentation. Mm -hmm. So recorded the whole thing and told them, I said, now I'm going to pack my family and I up and we're going to leave this house because we're sick. And I know it's this house. They said, that's okay, ma'am. Um, you know, the housing office will pay for it. We'll, we'll get you your accommodations. And within that hour, I was out of the house. Well, at least you got out. And in the meantime, you posted this and you started getting reports from other people who had gone through something similar. Huh? I had shared my video through different um, Facebook groups in the JBLM area, as well as the Lincoln Military Housing page. I shared it on there. And I got blocked. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> they deleted and blocked it. But I started sharing and then spouses all over JBLM started PMing me on Facebook going, I went through the same thing or they were commenting on my posts of my video. Yeah. And I thought, wow, this is a lot. I need to consolidate everybody. So I started a group and I called it Lincoln Military Housing Toxic Homes hyphen JBLM. And people were just requesting left and right, saying, I'm in the same situation, I need help. And I thought, I don't know how to help these people. And I thought the only way I could, I'll go to their house and check. So I would start checking houses. And then it turned into checking houses to helping evacuate people. Yeah. So did you find that this was pretty much going on in a lot of places? Or was oh, it rare? Or? Overwhelming. So really? far to date, as of August 1st, when we got displaced, there has been over 200 families evacuated. Wow. Had they complained in the same way yes. you did, and they got the same yes. sort of brush off that you Absolutely. did? Absolutely. Yes, they did. Wow. Now, from what I understand, uh, mold is a dangerous thing, but it's tough to test it. It's tough to decide which ones are toxic and which ones are not. Do you, do you have... Uh, some kind of laboratory test on the mold that you found? Um, well, we I had found a lawyer August 12th, I think. I found Sonny Nguyen of Park Shinorn Associates in Federal Way. Um, he sent a mold inspector to my house and confirmed that it was mold. So you have confirmation that this, yes. in fact, was what was causing they, your problems. And, they, and housing, Lincoln Military Housing, came in and did mold tests, too. They didn't disclose their, their test results with me. They haven't with a lot of people. Hmm. But they came in my house and tore up the parts that were affected before. So it sounds like they were finally convinced by the testing. Then. There's there, My house is still empty, and there's still plastic and stuff up. Wow. So what happens next? Right now... What I am pressuring the leaders in JBLM to do is to start medically treating the tenants. We have already confirmed that it was mold. Congress just had hearings about it in Washington, D.C., and they know it's mold. They know these houses are bad. Even the housing companies admit that their maintenance is bad and that they know that it's mold. Everyone knows that it's mold. Everyone knows that it's mold. Our lawyers know that it's mold. The tenants know it's mold. So the military needs to stop denying the tenants. They're still denying it? They're very cautious about it. Um, I just talked with some military leaders, like commanders and stuff, at a housing meeting a couple nights ago, a town hall meeting. And I told them, look, um, I've talked to hundreds of tenants. I've seen thousands and thousands of pictures and videos through my group. I have seen dozens of homes myself. You do have an issue here. And what you guys need to do is you need to start acknowledging the fact that these homes are affecting the tenant's health. Yeah. But not only that, 
my understanding is, just from being a, you know, a husband and father myself, it's very hard to concentrate on your job if you know your family is going through hell at home. I mean, what, what's the effect on, the, uh, on the, the, the troops whose families are living through this? Oh, this definitely affects all missions. Um, my husband, during the time that we were sick all last summer, he had to go out for training three weeks on and one week off from April until about August. He actually was sent home early from a training exercise out in Fort Hood. Um, because we were displaced. So this definitely affects the missions. They need to realize, you know, the military needs to realize that these soldiers are definitely affected. I mean, a lot of these kids are hospitalized. Um, I know a little baby that's been having seizures. I know uh, another woman, she started having seizures. And their families are, you know, the military service members are having to be called home or um, having to take their kids to the hospital. Yeah. So in light of that, why would it, why would the chain of command be so reluctant to step in and get something done right away? That's a good question. I would like to ask them that. That is definitely a good question. I had told one of the leaders in the Madigan Hospital just within the last few days, I told him they need to start mold testing and um, toxic mold treatment. They need to start diagnosing and treating these people for mold mm-hmm. toxicity because the the conditions of the homes have been exposed. Everybody knows about it now. So now they need to act on that. They need to stop denying the tenants and start treating. If they want to avoid any further litigation or any kind of legal backlash, the military really needs to step in and start treating the people because these are the people that live in their installations, so they need to take care of them. Now, Lincoln Military Housing is a private contractor, yes. right? Is is that where the problem is? There's a lot of issues. Um, a lot of people will say that, oh, it's it's the military's fault because it's their installation they knew. Um there's a lot of finger pointing. A lot of people are so concerned about finding the fault. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll never happen because it's so buried deep in, in yeah. history. And it's so there, there's just a lot of layers. So I suggest not focusing on that and focusing on moving forward. Just get it fixed. Huh? Just get it fixed. Start treating the tenants. Apologize. Say, hey, we messed up. We know this. This is how we're going to make it better. We're going to start treating. We're going to start sending the people to the military hospitals. We're going to start helping you because that's where the personal injury comes in. That's why people are suing because they got so sick in these houses that they couldn't live in them anymore. Yeah. So that's what the military really needs to focus on is the medical care for their tenants. So you are still displaced, essentially. No, we decided to move off post because Uh we saw that a lot of people were getting displaced and then move back into other affected homes. Um, So you just wanted out entirely. I want it with as sick as we got and as many lung infections as my kids and I got. I I did not want to experience that again. So we got two different loans and it took us $6,000, but we moved off post into another rental. And the kids are doing okay now? Absolutely, They look yes. pretty healthy to me. Yes. Are you healthy, kids? Yes. Yes, good. Glad to hear that. Um, so um, just as background for me, what's the? how do they work military housing? Do you pay rent for that, or is that provided as a benefit, or how does that work? Um, the military service members, they get what's called a basic uh, allowance for housing, BAH, mm-hmm. and it depends on rank and years of service and stuff like that, and it's given to the soldiers, and then... Um, if you live off post, you you can access it through your own bank account and give it to your landlord. Mm-hmm. Or if you live in military housing, it's automatically deducted and it's a, like a, an allotment. I see. Okay. 
So you is it is it more? I assume it's more expensive than to live off base than on base. It's a little expensive off post. Yeah. Um, that's why a lot of us do live on post, and a lot yeah. of the people are trapped. They can't get loans. They can't do other. They don't have resources, so they're stuck in this housing. Yeah. So now that you're living off post, that costs more than if you'd stayed in your house uh, on the base. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Did they are they offering you to reimburse the difference because it was their fault or no? Not? Nothing Absolutely like that. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's where the settlement comes in. <laughs> I see. That's what you're suing for, huh? Yes. Hmm. Uh, damages and hopefully pain and suffering. That that was the greatest one. There were nights that I spent in bed crying, wondering why I was so sick, asking my husband, why do you think I'm so sick? Talking about cancer. I was tested for cancer. I thought there yeah. had to be an explanation for me feeling like this. I, I'm a healthy person. I went from doing CrossFit and boxing to laying in bed sick. And they could have solved this right away if they'd listened to you. Absolutely. All of this could have been avoided. Why do you think they didn't care? Why why would they just, you know, blow you off? You are, since you'd you'd lived as a a military wife for many years, you've been from base to base, you're in good shape. Um, You're a valued member of the country's uh, defense force here. Why wouldn't they believe you? Money. 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 They're just worried it's going to be too expensive. Yes. There's a can of worms they want to deal yes. with. Yes. The military means money to them. They're nothing but a bunch of guaranteed paychecks, and they just wanted to cash in on that. Do you think it's time to stop contracting this stuff out with private companies? or Definitely. They definitely need to be hauled out from all the military bases with handcuffs. With handcuffs? In ha- with handcuffs. And frog marched off to the pokey, huh? People are getting sick. Kids are getting sick. That's dangerous. That's, that's criminal, and they need to pay for that. <laughs> Lincoln Military Housing has been in JBLM for quite some time, and I know tenants from 2016, 2017, 2018 message me and say, we've been complaining about this and we have not been heard. Lincoln Military Housing would go as far as retaliating against tenants that complain against their chain of command, threatening them to go to their chain of command, threatening legal action. Really? Did anybody get get punished because of that? There's one example of a soldier being in my group, and he complained about his housing in my group. Uh, an FRG leader screenshotted that and showed her— What's FRG? FRG, um, it's like a group ran by military spouses uh, that are affiliated with, like, a certain unit. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we coordinate, like, events for the families and oh, stuff okay. like that. And when the soldiers are deployed, they provide information for the spouses. Family readiness group, ah, okay. FRG. So one of the FRG leaders screenshotted his post in my group and showed her husband, and that soldier ended up getting in trouble for that. Wow. And it was about housing. And also, I'll, I'm going to throw in there, General Valeski made a statement earlier this year that there will be no retaliation concerning housing complaints from the soldiers, from the military, and their family. And yet this company, Lincoln Military Housing, has tried to do just that? Yes, Absolutely. So what would you consider to be a um, a victory for you at this point? Just getting the word out there, exposing this, um, causing awareness, helping tenants. I mean, I've helped over 200 families get displaced, and they were all, most of them were sick. I shared my attorney with at least 30 other families. So now there's an an estimated about 30 families suing right now that are able to hold this company accountable. Um, So far, we definitely aren't where we were before August when it was all quiet 
and people were suffering in silence. Now they don't need to suffer in silence. Everybody knows now. So I consider that a win. The tenants were able to get heard, and this company has been exposed. Melissa Godoy, her story is told in Crosscut. Melissa, thanks for, uh, for coming in today. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Remember that when there's a longer version of the interviews on Seattle's Morning News, you can usually find it right here in the original form, unconstrained by the limitations of a live broadcast. And you can subscribe so that when someone says, did you hear what was on Seattle's Morning News, you can say, not only that, I heard the part that wasn't on Seattle's Morning News. So my advice is to subscribe. And then when we talk to an author, a politician, an entrepreneur, an artist, a scientist, a teacher, a journalist, a celebrity, you'll hear every word. I'm Dave Ross. Thanks for tuning in.